Welcome, everyone. We are coming to you today from New York City, and today I'm extremely happy to welcome uh, from the EU Parliament a Parliament member, Christine Anderson. We've had a little bit of a technical thing, so we will just be getting an audio, but I just feel that she's an important person for us to speak to uh, and delighted to have her, however we can bring her into the program. Negotiations on new rules for dealing with pandemics begin at the World Health Organization imminently, and Christine is raising the alarm about medical freedoms, and uh, I've heard some speeches on her part that were very fiery and moving, and I agreed wholeheartedly with, so we'll hear from her. Of course, Kelly Victory joins us as well. We'll be out on the restreams, we'll be on the Twitter spaces, and we'll be over at the Rumble Rants. We'll be right back after this. Our laws, as it pertains to substances, are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic. Because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous I'm a, I'm a doctor for sake. Where the hell you think I learned that? I'm just saying. You go to treatment before you kill people. I am a clinician. I observe things about these chemicals. Let's just deal with what's real. We used to get these calls on Loveline all the time. Educate adolescents and to prevent and to treat. You have trouble. You can't stop and you want to help stop it. I can help. I got a lot to say. I got a lot more to say. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time for the best GenuCell sale of the year. Just in time for the holidays, save over 60% off both of our personally tailored GenuCell skincare packages at GenuCell.com Drew, so you can look your very best at all of your Thanksgiving gatherings. Look 10, 15, 20 years younger, guaranteed with the best natural skincare anywhere. Take advantage of GenuCell's best sale of the year and say goodbye to fine lines, crow's feet, puffiness, and dark spots. The GenuCell experience is like no other, but don't take my word for it. You will look and feel your absolute best or your money back, no questions asked. So for results in 12 hours or less, GenuCell's immediate effects is included for free. Plus, if you go to GenuCell.com Drew now, you'll get a free upgrade to priority shipping. That is GenuCell.com Drew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com Drew. All right, I'm going to get Christine Anderson here in just a second. Let me just give you some of her particulars before I do. You can follow her on Facebook. It's the Make It Your Business tour over on Facebook. Twitter, I'm going to give you her specific Twitter handle, which is at Anderson, capital A, small F, capital D, capital M, small D, capital E, capital P. And there's the Make It Your Business tour uh, placard there. It is, you should be making it your business. Um, educate yourself so you can decide uh, which way you feel on this. But uh, to me, it feels ominous and it feels problematic. And uh, God knows they screwed the World Health Organization, showed itself not to be a worthy um, source of authority during the pandemic. And now they just want more authority. So it seems like not the most advisable sort of uh, construct for moving forward. And, and because of the experiences of uh, pandemic, I, I'm so clear that I think I've been known for many years, which is that the ultimate, the most efficient and effective unit in medicine is a well-trained caring physician and a patient who's informed and motivated also. That's your best unit. We have completely adulterated what physicians can do. So I'm putting a lot of emphasis on freeing up the patient and giving the patient what they need to take care of themselves and their family because we as physicians have become employees we become slaves to the insurance company, and now we're going to have giant public health administrative structures on top of that, 
I would point you no further than the opioid crisis in this country to realize how the regulators bring bad medicine to bear on the populace. Same thing happened with the Women's Health Initiative. All the societies of gynecology and obstetrics got that one completely wrong and were telling us at the time we were no better than witch doctors for not complying, compliance again, with their demands. So, Caleb... I wonder if you can help me. I don't see Christina on the spaces just yeah, yet. We're, is she there? We're can still trying to get her. We're we're still trying to get her loaded in here. Uh, she, there's a, okay. There were some technical difficulties because she's on the other side of the world, so we couldn't actually get any of her yes. video stuff to work yet. So she's going to join us through Twitter spaces, and it's just taking an extra few minutes to, to get her loaded in there. So she should be here any minute now. Okay. All right, and will I see her as Christina, or what, I'll you know see, when I see her, I'll bring as? her up as a speaker. Yeah, she'll. Pop You'll up. bring her up, okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll bring her up as soon as she's here. Okay. Do you want to maybe bring Kelly in in the meantime, or shall I just? I'll just keep going here, but while we try to yeah, track yeah. her down. So, uh, should just okay, take, bring Kelly. She should in be then. here any minute. Mm. Well, in any event. Uh, yeah, the World Health Organization, it, it, the further you put healthcare away from the actual patient, the more harm you're going to do and the less effective and efficient things become. I mean, witness no further than what happened with the power that insurance resources took in this country, where, you know, when I was practicing medicine, particularly in the psychiatric setting, there would be someone with a book in Illinois, someone maybe a nurse or maybe less, not even that much clinical training, who was going through the criteria that the insurance company sets, not what criteria I believe the patient meets in terms of needing their care. Uh, and it was, it was the craziest experience. It went on for years, which was I would use simple medical lingo to scare the reviewer because they were psychiatric reviewers and were extremely harsh and brutal on the psychiatric side, but were scared to death by medical diagnoses. And at the same time, their their ability to control what we did in terms of care of the psychiatric patients was draconian. They would send that then to a reviewer, a doctor-to-doctor -doctor review, which would often happen first thing in the morning if the patient had been admitted the night before. And I knew immediately that meant that doctor's job was to prevent this patient from accessing their insurance resources that's how they did things and that was that one that's gone on for decades now and uh we've now lost control to employees and to hospitals and to various professional societies setting pathways and you know ex requiring certain certain ah we've got uh, christine here i believe so oh there she is so are you going to bring her up uh caleb yeah, it's <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, it's loading right now. She's she's uh she's here and okay. she's uh it's loading. And then you could bring her up as soon as yeah. Then I'll bring her up. You'll see. You'll hear. Her. Does she does she go by Christine or do we call her Representative Anderson or how do we uh, refer to an EU Parliament member? I don't even uh, know. She, uh, we can actually ask her once uh, she loads in. That would be a wise thing to do, Christine. If you can so if you can hear us, it'll that. pop up in purple at the top of your Twitter app or your X app to uh ooh, ooh. I invited oh, you I as a speaker. Uh -uh. And yeah. um. Uh, I've Hello. frozen up here a bit. Here she comes. I don't know what happened there, and I don't know if people can hear me or not. This is a, a day of interesting technical issues. Susan's going to... Oh, no, here we come. There, we're back. We are back. 
so Caleb is Christine uh, able to be can we bring her up as a as a speaker? Okay. Here she is. She's coming. There we are. Can you hear Caleb? I do. Christine, can you hear me? It's connecting to her right now. It's in Twitter's <laughs> I hands. Don't see that. Come on, Elon. Come on, Elon. Oh, no. I don't see it on the uh on my scroll here. She still says listener. Maybe make She's her a, a speaker. Co-host she or is. Something. Yeah. She is. Yeah. It's just there. Oh. Oh, no. Unmute yourself. Yeah. This is uh, we appreciate everyone's patience today. That we I do think this is an important guest. Uh, Kelly could come in as, as soon as I can get to Caleb's attention if uh, we want to kind of work further on Christine. Uh, I think this would be important for her to for you all to hear her point of view and some of the things she has uh, thinking because this this is a this is an, a significant threat Give, giving fiat authority to a administrative body over your health and well being above the 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 what should we call it the sovereign uh, independence of our elected officials that is an extraordinary move and uh, again they've shown themselves not to be the most sophisticated in terms of making good decisions particularly when it comes to risk reward and who could uh, from on high like that it's just it's an absurd idea even to make medical decisions for the world that is an insane idea humbly so uh why don't caleb if you can bring uh, kelly in while we wait for, yeah let's go ahead uh, and bring kelly in and let's will... bring kelly in right now okay let's yeah. do that there she comes that would be great and we'll have the usual intro videos with There's... you kelly after a few minutes there per- you are so perfect. uh you heard what i was saying about world health organization now your chance to chime in on that yeah and, and i think you know our our listeners have heard me say this before and it is not hyperbole drew the WHO is fundamentally the long arm of the Chinese Communist Party. Um, they are mm. they are not independent, and they do not have our best interests in mind. We do not share common meaning. We meaning certainly the United States uh, and other uh, democracies do not share the same cultural and and philosophical basis of understanding of what our society should be. Uh, Dr. Tedros, the head of the WHO, the first person in more than 70 years to lead the WHO is not actually a medical, he's not a medical doctor. And it's the first time in more than 70 years that that's been the case. He has a PhD. What is he? How is he trained? He has a PhD in community health. Now, the reality about- This is how horrible things are happening with public health. It's how it's precisely how bad things are happening. Correct. And so the name of the WHO's current um, program, it, their, their current efforts is called, quote, One Health. Now, I like you a lot, Drew. I like Caleb. I like Susan. But I'm here to tell you, we don't have the same health. We don't have One Health. Right. Okay? So right. the idea right. that the WHO wants to foist on the globe a, an idea of one health that we're all going to be treated the same way. We're all going to have one size fits all approach to whatever it is. That is insanity. It is preposterous because we don't share yeah. the same understandings of. In the, I, I just posted so, on someone, Twitter, and I mean this: the the, yeah, uh, the idea that yeah. that our concept, Drew, of life liberty yeah. and the pursuit of happiness which is a fundamentally an american idea that is going mm-hmm. away in may of 2024 mm-hmm. if this quote treaty passes 
It is going to be disastrous. It will fundamentally change everything it means to be an American. Yes, I, it's mortifying to see all this. I, I uh, see some people over on the Rumble Rant saying that this is just also the long arm of the World Economic Forum. And I did notice, I was looking yes. at some articles today, that the WF is pushing this whole treaty, which is just the oddest thing to me that we allow this to happen. I guess there's a bigger question to ask. Why are we even in the World Health Organization? Well, it, it, rightly so. And, and you may recall that we were uh, we opted out of the WHO. We were not a member nation under President Trump. Uh, we got re-entered into it under this current administration. And I think it was a very, very bad decision. Um, you don't have to agree with everything that President Trump did to have mm -hmm. agreed with that one to get out of the WHO. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, with yeah. regard, and I'm sure Christine can speak more about this, but with regard to this treaty, you are in it automatically as a member nation of the WHO unless you specifically opt out of it. In other words, you have to make an active effort. Now, 22 countries, member countries of the WHO, Drew, have opted out so far of the treaty. And they are countries like Cuba, Syria, Iran, okay? They have opted out. Not the United States, of course. So We're bad. all in. We're all in. I mean, it is insanity. What is it that you think that Iran and Syria and Cuba know about this treaty that the United States can't seem to figure out? Um, because the idea that we are in this thing and that your average American, your average physician, your average person doesn't really have any idea that this thing is coming down the pike. And God I knows know. our people That's in Congress seem to... Yeah, they're clueless. Yeah. Michelle Bachman said they're not not aware, they're not interested. And and then there are people that saying we're overreacting by by being so concerned about it. And had we not just been through such a mess, I I would sort of probably be in that camp, I suspect, cuz I would not have believed what had happened could have happened. And now they're going for more. Whoa. Right. I, now I'm concerned. Right. And, and what this what this treaty would do, uh, ultimately, if, if people aren't aware and we're already maybe got, you know, the, the horse in front of the cart, um, the what this treaty would do is in a time of, quote, public health crisis, public health emergency, very loosely defined, by the way, don't necessarily think that means right. a pandemic or infectious disease. It might be a public health crisis of Oh, I don't know, maybe climate change. Um, oh, I don't know, maybe gun violence. Anything that the WHO decides is a public health crisis, they then intercede and they supersede the sovereignty of our mm. own constitution. Yes, they take I over. Understand. They now have control and they can initiate or institute or demand mandate anything that they believe is in the best interest of the public, which means absolutely they would be able to mandate, for example, vaccines across the board. They could mandate that people turn over their firearms. They could, if it's a gun issue, they could mandate that people can't drive, uh, you know, fuel, uh, you know, gas, gasoline or diesel uh, vehicles. I mean, they could come up with anything. The, the list is quite endless. And the idea that we would be handing over our own sovereignty uh, to an entity that is not elected, not accountable, and doesn't share our core constitutional values 
to me is terrifying. I, there's a reason I don't live it, it, in Beijing. It, 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 I don't want to live in Beijing. Right, right. And, and even, right. <laughs> you got to remember, even though, as you say, it is something funded by the Chinese government, this supersedes the Chinese government, even though they may have sway over it. Who knows? I mean, why aren't they a little bit upset about it as well? It well, seems to me, but I, maybe because it's their I, well, be, plan in the long run. I, think I don't know. Well, because, Drew, I think you've just asked the pivotal question. I think because they do share the same values with the World Economic Forum yeah. and uh, the WHO. They share common values, which is that people are expendable. Um, there should be a tiny, tiny group of people at the very top of the pyramid who make all the decisions, and the rest of us are worker yeah. bees. The rest of us are drones who have who own nothing, who make no decisions, and who do as we are told in order to be fed and clothed uh, and educated. Yeah. To, hey, however I they will, see uh, fit. I, I, if you want it, how wacky it gets over there. Uh, I have a friend who was. Um, a friend of a stand-up comic over there who s said a couple things that ran afoul of the government a little bit, like gently mm -hmm. in his stand-up, mm -hmm. and uh, they just out loud stand-up. No more, no more comedy. Yeah. You can't do stand-up comedy yeah. in China. That, that's it. That, no. Right. So right. that's and, and, the and kind so of that's... stuff you want to be under those kinds of such circumstances. And he disappeared. And he dis well. He maybe was disappeared. Yes. Yeah. So let's do this. Right. Let's. Uh, we're gonna. We now have a. We have a, a mechanism. I think to get Christine here. Okay. Uh, we're gonna take a little break. Call me, Christine. Yeah. Call. Call Susan. Uh, I think we're <laughs> setting that up, and we have a way to run it through our system. We will get her. We are very excited to talk to her. We're dying to talk to her, and uh, we will hopefully have her after this. I know. I know. After this break, okay. we'll hopefully have her. <laughs> okay. I think everyone knows the next medical crisis could be just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of another pandemic or something much more routine like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their physicians on like Dr. McCullough frequently. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. And their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. It's really, it's a safety net. It's an insurance policy yeah, absolutely. that you hope you're not going to need. But if you need it, you sure as heck are going to wish you had it if you need it. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin, z -Pak. The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all these life-saving medications. From anthrax to tick bites, to COVID-19, the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured, knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help you and your family stay safe from whatever life throws at you next. Go to drdrew.com slash TWC. That is drdrew.com forward slash TWC. To get 10% off today, just click on that link. Susan and I have been looking for nutrition-packed, great-tasting greens drink for a while. And then we tried our friends at Paleo Valley's Organic Super Greens, which is superior to what's out there on the market. Our friends at Paleo Valley, well, they think of everything, and they've created what's been called a magical green powerhouse. All three delicious varieties, pure unflavored, strawberry lemonade, and tropical, contain 23 certified organic antioxidant-rich superfoods, including the highest quality spirulina. It's also free of cereal grasses, gluten, grains, soy, and dairy, and no added sugars or artificial sweeteners. And what's more, it delivers digestive enzymes, polyphenols, which are believed to burn fat, and eight essential amino acids. 
Imagine the time, effort, and cost of trying to make this yourself. It's impossible. Head on over to drdrew.com slash paleovalley, and you will get 15% off your first order. All the great products they have there, 15% off at drdrew.com slash paleo, P-A-L-E-O. These products have transformed my life and Susan's and saved her marriage. Discover the key to oral hygiene, regardless of your current daily dental routine. Whether you diligently brush and floss multiple times a day or you struggle, you got bleeding gums, bad breath, plaque buildup, this revelation is for both of you. Surprisingly, over 350,000 Americans experience health issues that may be connected to their toothbrush or even caused by it, ranging from heart or blood sugar problems, forgetfulness, digestive difficulties, immune issues, all related to oral hygiene. Scientific studies have shown that a simple switch of your toothbrush can lead to a healthier teeth and potentially save your marriage. Yes, save your marriage. Our study, we did a personal study. My wife, Susan, hates the sound of the sonic toothbrushes, but introducing the real white sonic toothbrush, of course, also their hydroxyapatite dirty mouth mineral toothpaste by Primal Life Organics, these products have transformed my life and Susan's and save her marriage. It's much quieter. It's a very powerful toothbrush, but it is quiet and it saved her marriage. So the real white sonic toothbrush from Primal Life Organics stands out among all other electric toothbrushes I've tried. It effectively eliminates plaque, harmful bacteria, promotes gum health. Get yours and enjoy 60% off at naturaltoothbrush.com slash DREW. Some platforms have banned the discussion of controversial topics. If this episode ends here, the rest of the show is available at drdrew.tv. There's nothing in medicine that doesn't boil down to a risk-benefit calculation. It is the mandate public health to consider the impact of any particular mitigation scheme on the entire population. This is uncharted territory, Drew. Okay, Kelly, we are going to have Christine Anderson. She, of course, is a German member of the European Parliament, a vocal advocate for medical freedom. Uh, As we mentioned earlier, you can find her Make It Your Business tour on Facebook. Caleb has a whole placard we will throw up for that. And uh, we have been uh, struggling to get her in here. We are so excited to talk to her. Uh, Please welcome Christine Anderson. Christine, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? We do. God bless you. Thank you so much for going yes. through all this for us. I don't know if you could hear what we were saying before we got you uh, onto the horn here, but uh, we, have, we, Dr. Kelly Victor and I are very, very concerned, as you are, about medical freedom, about the, the extraordinary reach that is being commanded by this new so-called treaty. Uh, I will let you turn you loose a little bit about how important it is for everyone to make it their business. Uh, yeah, it is extremely important um, because uh, what happens when you chose to just, you know, do whatever you're told and to kind of just go along with everything and, you know, basically become a follower, um, we have had to learn the hard way back in the 30s uh, in Germany. So, yes, it is everyone's business um, to get involved and to uh, really, you know, make it a point uh, and to clearly think about what we all stand to lose. We are talking about freedom, democracy, and the rule of law. So the very foundation of all of our democracy. And um, if they actually pull through with their despicable plans of 
granting uh, an unelected body like the WHO uh, governing powers, then uh, you can just kiss freedom, democracy, and rule of law goodbye. And Christine, and Christine, one one of the things that uh, I found so appealing about some of your rhetoric is you you put them on notice that this is about these fundamental principles upon which we've all thought we've lived for all these years and that you're coming for them. You're going on the offensive. My, my question is, are you finding appropriate partners to help this offensive move? Is it building or do you need help? How do people get involved? How, how's it going? I guess is the bigger right. question. Well, um, it's, uh, it, it's going, it, it's not, you know, going as rapidly as I would have hoped it would, but it, it's coming along. Um, I have supporters. I mean, I have colleagues uh, who, you know, also fight for freedom and democracy and the rule of law, and we're working together. But um, this is a fight that uh, it is not enough for a handful of, of MEPs uh, in the European Parliament to stand up for it. it. It's not enough that, you know, there is some representatives in, in the United States um, that advocate for it. Uh, we need we need the people on our side, and we we really need numbers, you know, on the street right now. Um, if the people uh, continue to be nonchalant about it, and you know, because they're for the most part they're gaslit and manipulated, and you know all of that. Um, if we don't manage to wake the people up, and if the people don't realize what's actually happening around them then, um, yeah, we might actually be in for some very cool times coming ahead. Kelly, I want to give you a chance. Christine, hi, and thanks so much for joining us and putting up with the technical issues here. Um, just for the, although I would like to believe that everyone listening to the show today is is well-versed in this, and I kind of teed it up before we got you on what this quote, treaty would mean, take a few minutes, if you would, and explain in in lay terms um, what this really is, and frankly, even break down the issue. You know, I think even you, the word treaty is misleading. It's really more about amendments uh, to existing yeah. international health policy. So take a few minutes, if you would, and really lay out what is it we are looking at being potentially passed in May of 2024 if we don't get our acts together and fight back. Right. So um, the, the reason a, a lot of people refer to it as, as a new treaty is that's actually what they tried. Um, there was, uh, was it last year or two years ago? I can't even remember. Mm -hmm. Um, they were actually trying to change the treaties. Um, but uh, because of the, the public outrage and because a lot of people took to the streets and, uh, you know, they kind of got scared. And the United States, they proposed 14 uh, uh, of those changes to the treaties. They withdrew, uh, because of the public pressure, they withdrew a 12, uh, 12 of them. Mm. Though the only two uh, changes that uh, actually did uh, find their way into the new treaty was uh, had something to do with uh, with some uh, um, uh, timetables. You know, so instead of, um, I think it used to be a new change uh, would not go into effect until 18 months after it had been passed, and they reduced that to 12 months. But the other 12 amendments, that, that was really... Um, yeah, a power grab. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. But like I said, they withdrew. They withdrew 
um, those uh, changes to the treaty due to the public pressure. So just, you know, to make people realize it does work. So if people speak up, it right. does actually work. Two, two, so two now questions. what they're trying to do. Two, two questions I have. Uh, is is yeah. there, I would love to know, hear your thoughts on how much China's hands are on this, you know, and, and what's going on, what do you suspect is going on that way. But my other question is, who, who are your best allies? I, I was in France during the darkest hours of the pandemic, and I was really impressed with the French youth pushing back because they felt that the fundamental principles of their government, they really were out in the streets every Saturday night. And I wonder where your allies are mm-hmm. and then what what's going on with the Chinese part of this. Um, okay. So uh, my, my allies, uh, speaking of parliament, are the colleagues that I've been fighting for ever since we, you know, decided to get, get together and do something about this. Um, but my allies are, for the most part, the people. Uh, like I said, we do need the people on our side um, because they're, they're the ones, uh, you know, this is concerning and they, they should be the ones speaking up again. Is that throughout so, the EU? Are they, are they speaking up? I see here, I saw people wanting really weirdly liking mm-hmm. the sort of uh, control from above. It was very strange, especially in California. But, uh, but in, like I said, in France, exactly. they were, in France, they were rising up. Is, is that something, well, is the, is it young yeah, people? Well, is it old people? Well, Where are you seeing it? Well, in France, it's, France is uh, it's kind of particular when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, uh, considering their history, yeah. Um, you know, and I'm speaking about 1789, obviously. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's that's kind of like their their mentality. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They don't like something. They get they take to the street, and uh, it, it you know they're not really you know uh, uh, like uh, they don't they they take off their gloves. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. it's a different mentality, um, and you have that in, in different, you know, in different countries. Mm. So Germany, um, you know, the Germans are kind of um, what we what you would call like a subservient, an underling, mm. that kind of mentality, mm-hmm. and that was quite clearly seen once again uh, in these past three years. I mean, they were literally begging the government for even more restrictions. And for more well, bashing down on, you know, the so-called unvaccinated and all of that. So you have have a lot why of do you, stuff going on. But um, Christine, hmm? ahead, Christine, why do you why do, why do you think that the countries? I was saying before before we got you connected here, I was talking about the countries that have quote opted out because it's my understanding that you're automatically in unless you you know specifically opt out of this thing you have to take an action and countries like syria and iran and cuba did that they said no we 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 don't want to participate in this even though they're part of the who why is it that you think that some of these countries that i would say certainly are not aligned with us in at least here in the united states have kind of figured it out and said no we don't Mm -hmm. want to participate in this thing Well, that's an interesting question. The parallel economy has empowered us to care for our health, well-being, as well as longevity. Likewise, for us pet parents who now have a place to go when it comes to keeping the family dogs, cats, even horses in the best shape possible. As a dog dad, I'm thrilled to be working with Pet Club 24-7. 
a company founded by two guys who lost dogs to serious conditions, including cancer. Pet Club 24-7 has an incredible array of products, including a line of supplements for humans, such as the Inforce Plus Corollius Versicolor and Inforce Corollius Versicolor with Reishi. My friend and colleague, Christina Ferrari, a cancer survivor herself, swears by it. When I was diagnosed, the doctor in the emergency room told me, you have two years to live. Oh boy. Along with the stem cell, I took these. I have been in remission for eight years now. For dogs, mush puppy treats are a fan favorite. Rex, oh boy. Oh, he came right. Oh, there he is. They are also made with the Coriolis versicolor mushroom, which supports their immune system, according to hundreds of clinical studies. Here's Kristen Ludlow, National Vice President. That strain does matter. We do have the most potent strain, and we also extract it in a proprietary way. And that's why we've been having such wonderful experiences with these products. Mush puppies are made here in the U.S. There are no fillers. It's not addicting. Your dog can't accidentally overdose. Go to drdrew.com slash petclub247 for a discount off the list price. That is drdrew.com. P-E-T-C-L-U-B-247, Pet Club 247. And to be honest, I really don't have an answer to that. Mm. Um, but okay. I, I can share an observation with you. Please. Um, uh, everything that we saw, especially in the last three years, um, I mean, it was unprecedented um, what took place uh, in Western democracies. Uh, of all people, of all places, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, infringements on fundamental rights. Um, They were, people were openly ostracized. Mm -hmm. They were uh, threatened, you won't have a job anymore. No job, no job, you know, that kind of business. So, and it went deep into, you know, entire family life. Mm -hmm. So, in Germany, the people, the the, the so-called unvaccinated were told they're not allowed to celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, because they pose such a big threat to others. So, I mean, you know, it, it really got down uh, to the very personal level. And that is something you see um, or you are familiar with in totalitarian regimes, mm-hmm. where they completely mm-hmm. uh, uh, get, you know, until the very little, tiniest issue of your personal life, it has all, and it has to be the same. Mm-hmm. So, um, and my observation is, um, it, it's quite obvious, actually, it happened throughout the Western democracies. And mm-hmm. they were all in lockdown. They, they read from the same script. I, I, they used the same terminology, the, mm-hmm. the same phrases, so mm-hmm. back, better, safe, and effective, mm-hmm. yeah. and, you know, no job, no job. I mean, it was the mm-hmm. whole thing all over. It's the pandemic of the unvaccinated. I mean, they right. read from the same script. Now, if countries like Syria, which is not a democracy, right, mm-hmm. or right. Um, other countries in, in that neg- uh, part, of the, part of the world, if they would not comply, it wouldn't be a big deal. Because you do not have mm-hmm. to break down democratic principles in countries that aren't democratic in the first place. Mm-hmm. You right. only have to do that in the Western democracies and only mm-hmm. there. Because that, mm-hmm. but the Western democracies are the countries that are standing in the way of the globalitarian misanthropist's wet dream of a total totalitarian rule over the world. I, I'm going to pile on to that. These, that. The, the countries that have centralized authority or, or uh, uh, have a ruler of some type, 
Um, they don't want exactly. to be told what to do either, and they, but they already have a system and they, they know right. what it is to tell people what to do and they don't want anybody to tell them what to do. It's really super right. crazy exactly. that, that those would be the people. Yeah, yeah. And, and the point yeah. I always make is that does anybody understand that as you move away from the patient and the doctor, the patient and the medical caregiver and put layers and layers and layers of administration above that, right. You hurt people. You don't. It's the least yes. effective way to deliver healthcare, and to have people well, that think, are not medically trained making these decisions or in the ultimate authority is just mind-boggling to me. Oh, right. not yeah, only I, that, I think it's not only that. Um, and, yeah, and, and go ahead, Christine. That, you have people making making decisions um, that are not politically accountable to you because right. you, you never right. even elected them in the first place. Right, right, right. So the people running right. the WHO. I mean, they buy their way in. They're the richest of the super rich around the globe. I don't even know who they are. I have no clue. Right. Yeah, there are well, yeah. you know, names like Bill Gates and all of that. But Bill Gates is not really running the, the no, show and no. pulling the, uh, uh, calling the shots. Mm -hmm. No, is he? No. The ones who are, no, I, I, I don't have the yeah. faintest idea. Kelly. No, and, and I think, suffice to say, I think it, there is nothing about the WHO that has anything to do with health. It just doesn't. It may have at one time, but it has nothing crazy. to do That is a crazy, you're right, that, that should be our new slogan. Okay. That is a crazy, exactly. crazy is, thing the, to say. The, the WHO, what a bad yeah. name, because it has nothing to do with health. Yeah. And calling it the WEF, the World yeah. Economic Forum, is closer to actually the reality uh, that yeah. has nothing to do with health, it may have, decades ago, but I can tell you in, in my lifetime, uh, it certainly has not had anything to do with health. Wow. Right. But, you know, that, that's just the thing. I mean, and looking at the world, uh, uh, the, the WHO, I mean, that's, that's just one aspect, you know, of, of, a, mm -hmm. of a much bigger picture. All of, these, all of these institutions, all of these entities, all of these organizations, um, they started out, you know, it seems a good idea, you know? Yeah. Um, you, can, yeah. you can even argue and can say that for WHO. It started out as a good idea. But yeah. what the people fail to realize um, or fail to realize as it moves along and as it develops is simply this. It will destroy uh, the democratic principles uh, throughout the world. Because what happens if you have now, so instance of WHO, so in case that's, you know, what they're trying to do with the, the changing of the international health regulations now is to grant WHO governing powers in case uh, of a pandemic. So WHO has the authority to call out a pandemic to then immediately seize the governing powers of all those countries that adhere to the inter new proposed international health regulations. So what does that mean? Is they can do whatever the heck they want. Plus, provide the elected politicians, the elected government, with plausible deniability. Mm. Because the pol mm -hmm. politicians can always say, well, we would have never done that to you. Mm. We would not have imposed these mandates on you. But it's WHO. We can't do anything about it. So... It's not uh, providing for them plausible deniability. So the politicians um, that are kind of under pressure to uh, impose those mandates and restrictions, mm -hmm. uh, they have a problem. They're up for re-election. Mm. 
and they may not get reelected if they, you know, come down too hard on the people. So uh, they need to have someone else to do their dirty work for them. And, right. And, uh, like I said, oh, it's you know, back one to, yeah. aspect. Back to the uh, have, lack of health being the major uh, sort of right. uh, objective. Uh, yeah. What I know of the treaty, they also want to include things like animal welfare and climate and these emergencies under their authority. And, and God knows where of else course. they go. I'm I'm sure they'll yeah. get into military and food. I, I, who knows what? There's an unlimited authority. Didn't Pedro, right. didn't Pedro just a couple of days ago speak about climate will will be a, 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 right. a yeah. health yes. emergency? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I right. think that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. It's not like, you know. Not a speculation. It's, it's not like that, that, that people, that I'm making this stuff up. Mm. They are talking about it, you know. Right. And there no, are so I, many yeah. things. Uh, if you want to see, if you want to hear, you will see and you will hear. But like I said, WHO is just one aspect. So you take, have all of these other issues, like the EU institutions, for example. They're serving the very same purpose. As WHO, as I just uh, uh, explained, will provide politicians with plausible deniability. The same is happening with the EU institutions. It provides all of the uh, elected governments and politicians in the member states with plausible deniability. Because they can tell their people, well, we would not have imposed that on you. Right. It's right. you. So, right. And this is happening everywhere with every single organization that is somewhat acting on a global level. They're just step stones. Step stones and pretty much uh, uh, like a, a way of stripping people of democratic pr principles. That's what it is all about. And is, Christine, is how do you see this? And go ahead, Kelly, ask your questions. I, I'll, I'll leave that one on the back burner. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, what I was gonna say is, Christine, how do you see this playing out? Uh, this is going to be. It's my understanding that that, that the vote is coming up in in May of 2024. How does this play out? What you know? What from your purview is this is going to happen? And 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 tangential to that, what should people? Ever since I posted on Twitter that I was having this conversation, we were having this conversation with you today. People have been responding, saying, "What can we do? What should we do?" Short of telling them that you sort of the, the standard, right. you know, contact your congressman, you know, how does this play out and how do we, how do people actively get involved to make a difference? Okay. So number one, what I always tell the people, turn off your freaking television set. It is lying to you. It, it really is. Mm -hmm. it, plus it's dumbing you down. So that's step number yeah. one. Then, um, you know, it, it's, when you go shopping, just, you know, oh, you know, what actually good idea is, um, I, I did that a couple of times. So I had a t-shirt made with, you know, some line on it. So there one t-shirt read, um, mRNA shot, uh, my body, my choice, right? Mm -hmm. And I just wore it, you know, going shopping. I, I never approached anyone. I just wore my t-shirt. So people notice. Mm. And every so often... Someone commented on it, you know, sometimes in a, in a positive way, which was good, sometimes in a negative way. But that's your way in, uh, into a conversation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So um, the other, other T-shirt I have, uh, it reads, um, in, in German, there is a specific term for um, 
the people that protested the COVID measurements uh, and restrictions, mm. and it's called Schwurbler. Uh, it's pretty much uh, just a, a mumbling idiot, how you would could loosely translate it. So I had a t-shirt made, and it read, and the mumbling idiots will write after all. Mm. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just wear it. But it, it, it gives people who want to, you know, I mean, it's somewhat provocative, right? But people will pick up on it, and they, they may approach you, either positively or mm-hmm. negatively, either way. You have a way in, and you can start a conversation, right? Yeah. Uh, when right. it happens, I would uh, uh, caution people to not overwhelm people because mm. we don't know uh, at what state they are at right now. Mm-hmm. They might might just feel some kind of a rumbling, you know, kind of like a feeling, well, something isn't quite right, but don't really know what it is. So if you start mm-hmm. overwhelming them by, you know, giving us all this data and blah, 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 you overwhelm them and no. they will shut down, you know? So just mm-hmm. kind of slowly, you know, involved in the conversation, just raise a question, you know, which they might just, you know, something that didn't make any sense at all, you know, just to get it going. So that's a good way. Yeah. Um, to just, you know, approach other people and maybe get them to think. Just start thinking. Well, that, that's that's the part I, I'm sort of I keep asking about, which is, you know, so the French see echoes of 1790s. Aren't the Germans seeing echoes of 1930? You you open right. with that comment. Yeah. Does that have yeah. any any value, yeah, any traction to the Germans? Yeah, Why aren't they? Right. You think that once they wake up to it, they would become panicked yeah, right. about the direction they're going? No. Yes, and once again, they don't get it. They really don't. And it's so frustrating. And, you know, the yeah. ones that scream loudest, never again, mm. they were the ones <laughs> marching right in front of the parade, leading it on. Same thing here. Seriously. Same yeah. thing here. So, the, the people and, you know, the people that railed hardest against the McCarthy era and all the, yes. era, you know, that those, those exactly. were the ones that flipped and became the advocates right. of this kind of stuff. So, it's yeah. very odd. And, and the, 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 yeah, the, po- the point is this. I mean, that's really the, the most scary part of it all. Um, the Nazis came to power in 33. 33. Mm-hmm. And the first time they were really openly passing legislation uh, exposing their their despicable and, and atrocious agenda against the Jews mm. didn't happen until 38. Mm. It took right. them five years. Five years. Yeah. How long did it take them this time? Yeah. Not even a year. Not even a year. And once yeah. again, you had people on the bus <clears throat> being called out for not wearing a mask, uh, being uh, right. told they, you know, leave the store. There was threat to society and all of that. Not even a year. Mm-hmm. You had neighbors mm-hmm. crying on each other, calling the right. police. There right. were three people sitting on a dinner table. There's only two people living, you know, all of the denunciation, all of that, not even mm-hmm. a year. And that's the most scary part about this. Truly. I, I started thinking, I'm also, again, I'm just curious, you, you have a perspective that we just don't have from from over here, um, is the Italian prime minister, she seems like someone that is very interested in freedom. Is she an ally in this? I'm sorry, I didn't get the, the last part. The, you, the, what? the Italian prime minister seems to me yeah. to someone who would be sympathetic to this. Is, is she someone you you can ally with and get out there speaking on it? 
Yeah, well, um, uh, Maloney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't quite know what to make of her yet. Okay. So um, before she got elected, she certainly uh, knew the, the, the talk. She had that down. Um, but when it came time to actually walk the talk, oh, there were some, yeah. How should I put it? Sidestep? So, um, so I, who- I really don't quite know what to make of her yet. Okay. She is like here and there, and now she is a little going strong again on, on the whole illegal uh, invasion issue, mm-hmm. or they call it migration, um, uh, because they were just pretty much overrun. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, you know, stepped up her, her, her rhetoric, you know, somewhat. But um, from what I got from what she said, it was not really that she had a problem with uh, that, you know, the, the illegal invasion was taking place. Her problem was that Italy was left alone in dealing with it. Mm. That is their problem. Mm. You know, Money. rather than uh, uh, stopping the, the millions from coming, mm. you know, she just wants to distribute them equally, mm. you know, among all the member states. So, um, who are, who oh, are, who I, are I, your... I not hold my breath. Kelly, go ahead. Christine, who are your your real open mm-hmm. allies in the European Parliament? Who who is on board and and willing to take up arms? So to speak. Well, that is uh, for, for one. There is uh, Virginie Joran, French uh, deputy. Uh, then there is Francesca Donato. She mm. is Italian. Then there is Ivan Sinchich, Croatia. There is Christian Chorhash, uh, Romania. And uh, we are pretty much the ones that started out. Mm. So initially it was four of us, then Virginie joined, so we were five of us. Then uh, there is uh, Mislav Kolakusic, uh, also Croatia. Then you have Rob Ross, uh, Netherlands. Um, there, there is a, a number of MEPs, but I mean, the ones that are willing to actually uh, stand up in public and, and you know, talk about it and, and denounce whatever they're doing, uh, it's probably 12 or 13, not more. Then there is a few more that support in the background, but they do not want to speak up publicly about it. Um, mm-hmm. They fear repercussions within their party. Mm. Um, you know, you have that going on. And then you have the vast majority of MEPs, um, uh, the rest of them. Um, that's a mixture of um, there is ones that really believe that WHO are really the good guys and EU is really the good guys and uh, anyone saying anything different is a Nazi, right? Mm. Um, then you have the ones, they're just so darn happy they finally belong to the club. So they don't really, right. uh, they, they kind of see it's not right what they're doing but they wouldn't want to jeopardize their, their position, you know, finally being invited to the golf club and mm. all of that, right? Crazy. Uh, <laughs> why would you want to, you know, jeopardize that? Some stupid freedom and democracy, right? <laughs> um, so that's, that's kind yeah. of like their thinking, right? Oh, my. And, uh, well, and, and then, then, of course, you, you have uh, the people that are downright stupid. They just yeah. don't get yeah. it. Well, so right? and so, so is there is, is there anything in the uh, make it your business campaign that we should be uh, paying attention to specifically? Uh, I'm sorry, in, in what campaign? Your, your Facebook in, in campaign. campaign. Yeah. Oh, Facebook campaign. 
Uh, it's called. Uh, no. Hang on, I'll tell you what make it's it called. Make it your business. It may not be you. It, it, maybe it's not yours. It's called. Uh, oh. Make it, oh, make it your uh, business. Yeah. Make, it, make it your business. Yeah, okay. Now, now I get it. Yeah, um, yeah well, it's pretty much to make, make it your business. Yeah. And uh, I initially said that um, because I was, the, or I was pretty much told, uh, why don't I just mind my own business staying mm. here in, in the new parliament rather than criticizing uh, Justin Trudeau, right, mm. for his... Uh, um, as a liberal uh, perverted concept of democracy. Mm. So, and uh, my response was, is, well, I'm making it my business because, and that's what I said, um, because I am so eternally grateful that the Canadians among them did not mind their own business. When in the thirties in Germany, we were living in a hellhole. Mm, right? Mm. And I'll be eternally grateful that the rest of the world did not just mind their own business mm-hmm. and, um, right. it, it, you know, that stepped in and put a stop to it. So, yes, if, if, I, if, if I think if something is my business, well, I make it my business. And then it's my business. Well, Christine. So, and that, that's pretty um, much what ought to be. Make it your business. Get involved. We, and especially... With elections, let me just say, especially with elections coming up, do not listen to what they are saying. Look what they have been doing. Go into the records. How did they vote on particular issues? It's all Mm -hmm. on record. You should recognize them by their deeds, not by their words. Yes. Christine, you've been very kind, uh, struggling with us to get you up here. You you did not disappoint. We are you can uh, you know count on us to uh, carry the message and make it our business. It is, it has too many echoes of of history to ignore, and and I agree with you that that's the thing yeah. that has caught my attention most vividly, and right. it's mystifying to me that people don't study the the French Revolution and the Second World War, and they just don't they don't seem to understand yeah. that these things happen in history, and if you don't don't do something very, very active. They will happen again. Uh, both Kelly and I actually have to catch a plane, so we will let you go at this point, but I hope you will join us again when you have more uh, messaging to push out there. No, I, I, will, I will absolutely do that, and I'm looking forward to doing that, and maybe we won't run into so many difficulties as we did today. <laughs> yes. It, it, we'll it, get you a WhatsApp you. application so yeah. you can it, 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 I think, I th- to me, it's just a sign of how how much uh, impingements There's there are. There's so many abilities. ways to do it. Well, we just so have, our, we our liberties are impinged upon in ways we don't even realize it until we try to try to expand them, and then, wow, right. it's, it was rather extraordinary to find out we had such trouble getting you on here, but but uh, it, yeah, I'm glad we did, and uh, I hope we do so again soon. And Kelly, I know you got to catch a plane as well, so thank you as always. I'll see you tomorrow, correct? Usual yes, time, I believe, I, 3 o'clock? Yes. With, uh, yeah, with let's Dr. not go through the schedule. Just put it up, and we'll go. There it is. <laughs> We're going to wrap up. Uh, thank you, Christine. God bless thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. We all got to get to the airport, and we'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific time. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only. I am a licensed physician, but I am not a replacement for your personal doctor, and I am not practicing medicine here. Always remember that our understanding of medicine and science is constantly evolving. 
Though my opinion is based on the information that is available to me today, some of the contents of this show could be outdated in the future. Be sure to check with trusted resources in case any of the information has been updated since this was published. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, don't call me, call 911. If you're feeling hopeless or suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. You can find more of my recommended organizations and helpful resources at drdrew.com help. 